Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Jim Hoven, and I'm welcoming you back to another episode of the Ramos Law Difference Makers podcast, where I have the opportunity to spend time meeting with, visiting, and exploring the incredible things people around us are doing every single day. And today's no exception to that, where I have a wonderful person doing great things for the Thornton community here in Colorado. Um, my guest today is Miss Robin Martinez. And Robin has a great story to tell that she's going to share on what she does now, but we're also going to dig into a little bit about where she came from, her background, so that you can get a sense of the amazing commitment that the, that this lady has for what she does. So Robin, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. It's been a long time in coming because we've been working with your group since it formed. And we're going to talk more about that. But before we go into who you are and what you do from the professional side, let's talk a little bit about you personally. Give us a little back background of, um, you know, where you grew up, how you came to do what you do, that kind of thing. Well, I'm a proud Colorado native. Um, I have grown up in the um, North Glen Thornton area all my life. I still live here today. Um, my family is a sixth generation um, native of Colorado. Wow. Deep roots here. We do. We do. So we have a lot of family here in Colorado. Um, this is the place I call home and the place I never want to leave. Love that, it. That is awesome. What, what about hobbies? So if you've been here your whole time, are you outdoors person with the skiing and the outdoors, that kind of thing or other things for you? I have never skied in my whole life. Six generations in your whole life. You've never skied. I know. I know. People Tell that, me about that. What's the, what's the reasoning behind that? I don't like being cold. I don't <laughs> well, like falling go. down. There you go. Um, and I don't, like waking up sore. Okay. So all those <laughs> things make total sense. Right. Total sense. So, uh, yeah, no, I mean, camping was something we grew up with. We, we used to all do large family groups of go camping before camping was a cool thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so growing up, we did a lot of that. Um, and you know, when you have a large family, like I do, you spend a lot of time at family parties, family gatherings. Um, so hobbies, I, I, I would say, um, not a lot of like personal interest on that level. However, mm -hmm. I focus a lot on with work and family and friends. And that's really where I get my um, energy from. Yes. And you, you said you had a big family growing up. Was that all local where everyone is local here? So you've six generations, big family here. So it was really all about that unit. That's where your primary interest um, was always built. Is that true? Correct. Um, so for example, my grandmother on my mother's side, she had eight siblings and all of her siblings raised their kids here. So, you know, we're into first, second, third cousins type of thing that we um, are still very close knit. Everybody's still here in Colorado with the exception of a few. Wow. That's so fun. Yeah. And so do you guys still get together a lot? Obviously we're in different times now with COVID and this and that, but as far as the close, the close knit nature of your family. Yes. Still, still there. Absolutely. This year was definitely tough with COVID because, um, you know, for example, Thanksgiving, it was just, um, my husband and my children that were together. Um, but generally a Thanksgiving or a Christmas, we could have, you know, 40 people, 50 people, um, over for that type of a holiday. That's really interesting to me. Normally we are in the 25 to 30 range and so I'm talking to people and I'm really glad you brought this up. The difference in the experience of the holidays, since we went through our first holidays with this craziness going on, what was that like for you? Did you learn things and gain insights that you didn't have 
from having it so small? Was it better, worse, better in its own way? What did you experience with that? Well, on a personal level, I have to say that COVID as a whole this last year has been a huge time of self-reflection. I think a lot of people found, um, you know, really time to look inward and, and look at their outward goals. What do they want to do? What, you know, how do they want to give back? How do they want to help others? Um, so yeah, I think this last year was, was a big, um, revelation for me and, and an opportunity for me to really work towards those type of dreams and goals. And then the opportunity to connect with my kids, they're getting older, um, they're on their way out the door. So it was a great year to spend some family time together and, and a chance to, um, rebond with, you know, kids that are older who you tend to lose them a little bit at that age. Yes. Well, I'm sure that they had their own experience and we're, we're going to have to bring kids in and have a kid's COVID show one Absolutely. time to see because their perspective is so uniquely different, right? And how they learn and their sports and, and the family connection, getting to be at home versus having to be at home. But I can only imagine what it was like. And I'm going to lift the curtain now on your professional life just a little bit. You guys are part of, and I want to make sure that I say this right, because I'm used to referring to it as Alianza, mm -hmm. but essentially the, the full name is the Alliance slash Alianza Business Assistance Center through the Thornton Economic Development Group or something along that nature, That's correct? exactly correct. Exactly. So the Thornton, the city of Thornton has been here for a long, long time. It's It has deep roots just like your family does, Thornton has deep roots with its citizens and people remaining here and the businesses here. But the Alianza portion and what you guys did, you had to create something out of nothing during COVID. And I am super excited for you to share with our listeners what that was like. First explain what you guys did in a time where people weren't moving, people weren't getting around, people weren't opening businesses, they couldn't, they were shut down you guys had to open something that was a business resource center for businesses hurting in the worst time we've ever seen for business hurting. So just tell a little bit about what you guys do and how, what it was like opening in that kind of a, an environment. Well, prior to COVID, um, I was the only small business representative for the city of Thornton. So my primary focus is uh, local businesses, small business um, mainly, um, 50 people or employees or less. Um, and we had some great programming pre-existing. We have a very, um, robust small business program. We have a very supportive business council, city council. Um, so we've had, um, a few things existing, but we were in no way prepared to go online and to try to serve businesses remotely the way we were expected to. Businesses had an emergency need that they needed help now. They needed money now. Um, and we had to figure out ways of how do we help them. And so it's more than just, you know, being able to cut the check, but they had to learn how to, some of them had to learn how to connect remotely through Zoom. Well, what's Zoom? How do I use Zoom? Afraid of it, so not wanting to use it. Um, some of our businesses, you know, Spanish speaking only, they definitely preferred to work in person. They, they feel more comfortable that way. Um, and we just didn't have a location or the resources to be able to serve the businesses in that immediate need. Um, and so that's where the business assistant center came in place. Um, it was an opportunity to create a COVID safe facility um, where we could social distance people, um, still help them in person, um, 
along with providing uh, a free, quiet, clean place to work. So typically people go to Starbucks to hold a meeting. Starbucks was closed during most of that time. So this provided an opportunity to people for people to still have that one-to-one interaction in a safe place um, and, and a quiet place to work. Because with all the families working from home, you've got usually, you know, two parents at home plus kids trying to do school. Uh, it gets pretty chaotic and, it, and it's kind of hard to hold a professional meeting with your kids screaming in the background, things like that. So it was just um, also that concept of, you know, and then I think our world is transitioning from the brick and mortar to more of a remote type of operation. And that was happening before COVID. Um, but this, this just speeded everything up. Right. And with a facility, I'm interested to, to go through this. You guys, we were talking before we started on air, you guys put that thing together with you at the helm, a brand new center, walls knocked down, paint put up, desks put in, all this stuff. You did it in six weeks, if, yes. I, if I hear that right. And so that you could provide the services that you just described. Explain to someone listening what that was like, trying to organize when you can't really be there and and how you get stuff done in those kinds of circumstances. Um. Well, I have to say, I think, you know, a lot of drive is what it comes from and, and a passion. And so in a sense, it's kind of like a small business owner. Um, you have a passion, you have a vision and you know where you want to go. Um, and it's a matter of figuring out what you need to do to get there and whatever it takes to get there. Lots of sleepless nights, lots of long working hours. And that's exactly what I had to do because um, I felt like we were so far behind the ball by the time we received the funding to um, make it happen. And by the time we received city approvals, all of those things, we were, you know, six months in, five months into the pandemic. And although we were working with businesses, um, providing grants, the business grants, we were getting the money out there, but the technical assistance that they needed wasn't there. Um, And so one thing that's important, I think, to to mention about this is um, we work in partnership with other organizations to provide the programming and services we offer. And um, so it was a matter of pulling together the partners as well to identify what does this new world look like? What does this um, business assistance center that doesn't really exist right now, especially in our area, um, how how do we coordinate all of this? But um, so it, it was a matter of getting them all working on the same page to help me develop the vision and, and how it's going to roll out, working with the contractors, working with the furniture company, doing as much of that online as I could, um, while, you know, still making sure that we were on track, moving as fast as, as possible. Right. Well, I'll tell you, when it comes to forming those partnerships, we have been blessed to be one of those partners with you on providing content. And I know that we've done, I believe, three programs and we've got another one tonight Yes, where we're going to be sharing information. And by the time people listen to this, it will have already happened. But for me, it's been really rewarding because I was fortunate enough to be able to, to do one of the presentations along with one of my colleagues and Dr. Ramos has done one and we have one with Colleen coming up tonight, all these different things. And to see you guys and the passion that you do what you do and the way that you're trying to get information out, it's really remarkable. I, I'm interested to hear whatever you want to talk about that program, but 
how did you guys come up with that concept of bringing in outside resources to do live uh, live lectures? Now, again, a lot of it's live and remote. It's at the same time, right? But where did that come from? What was the brainchild for that? Well, I think, let me start with, I think, a high overview of who we are and what we do. Um, so the Alliance Alianza Business Assistance Center is um, an in-person location where businesses can go to receive technical assistance with their existing business or starting a business. And we work with various partners that um, currently offer those services in the community. Um, and we're all pulling our resources um, and services together under one roof so that we can serve the businesses in one location. Um, so we provide um, free business counseling. Um, we partner with organizations such as the Small Business Development Center, Mikasa Resource Center, um, as well as SCORE Mentors. Um, and so we provide all services in English and Spanish. And then we partner with other organizations that have great content to bring in for our businesses to learn from. Um, and so that could be anything from a marketing workshop um, to, you know, HR issues, um, things that we're doing with with Ramos Law in regard to like the Equal Pay Act. Huge thing for our businesses to become aware of. So we're super excited to have you guys as partners at our table. Um, that was a huge blessing um, to have that kind of knowledge and experience. And, you know, there I believe there's a lack of um, legal resources that I've been able to find for small businesses. So to be able to connect with Ramos Law was, was a huge plus for us and for the small business community as a whole. I know the Small Business Development Center is super excited to have the connection with you guys now. Um, and so the information that you guys bring, and then you did a presentation on COVID health and safety, huge for the time that we were being because, that we were in because you know, for employers, they need to know how to keep their employees healthy so that they can keep their doors open they don't have the employees there, they can't run their business. So um, we just try to look at the, the um, needs and, and current topics um, of the time to see what can we be offering that would bring benefit to businesses. Um, we also provide um, business grants and um, for Thornton-based businesses. Our center serves businesses throughout Colorado. We don't have any boundaries in that way, but any grants that come from our city, we have to keep those aside for Thornton businesses. Um, and then we have the co-working space that I mentioned. So we try to provide technical assistance with businesses to help them connect with um, you know, state level services if they're trying to start a business, where do they license first? How do they license with the city? How do they get permits with the city when they're doing build outs? I know you guys have this beautiful new facility here in North Glen and I'm sure your staff are very familiar with the challenges you can face when you're trying to do a build out. Absolutely. To get you know, and when that's not their world and they're not familiar with it, um, it can be daunting when you're trying to run a business on top of it. So we're there to help them kind of navigate through those uh, processes as well. Very cool. Um, and so through through COVID, we just didn't have um, the ability to serve people in person. Um, and that was what this was about. Um, so we had a unique spin, I think, from what other business service providers were doing at the time in that we'd, we had a, a location where they can come to and, and still get in-person help for the technical side. Um, and so the vision of um, working with partners is why recreate the will? We have experts in all these different areas that are already doing a great job. 
they already have all of their um, customer base and, and businesses that they're serving. So why not just work all together? We do the best of what we each do. Nobody's working overly hard um, because we're, we're taking our best pieces and putting it under one program. Um, so yeah, it's it's been it's been great. We are um, slowly getting the word out that we are here. We're open and we're you know we want to help. Um, so we appreciate the opportunity to be able to speak to you today and and talk about the Alliance Business Assistance Center. Well, we're super excited that you are here because there are people that need that <clears throat> at so many levels, and there are people that want to help. And whether it's donate time, energy, resources, whatever that it is. I am hearing you as you're going through this process of sharing with us what you do and how you do it. And I just sense the connection that you have to the mission and to the vision. I want to rewind now just a little bit. How did you come to that? Were you um, entrepreneurial spirit growing up? Did you follow, did you have parents that were into their own businesses? How do you come to do what you do as being the only small business consultant, if you will, for the city before the Alliance thing, now you're the head of that project. Where does that, where does that grow from? Well, I think, um, I guess I never really thought about that, but when I think about it, uh, I loved going out. Uh, there was this weird, you sell cards as a kid and you could get toys. So now it's done through schools where, you know, you go sell chocolate, whatever, and then you get these little prizes. Well, there was some company that did it on their own. And I realized the more I sold, the more toys I could get. <laughs> so I was very young, knocking on people's doors, selling greeting cards um, and wrapping paper. But uh, I remember that. Yeah. So I, I remember really, that service. I did. I did. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, but aside from that, I, I would say both my parents did um, have their own businesses. Um, my mom had the People's Legal Alternative Network, which was, you know, helping businesses or people that couldn't afford a lawyer. So she was paralegal mediator type services. Um, my father, he was uh, definitely a handyman. So he did a lot of just working on electric, electrical things in people's houses, phones, installing phones, things like that. Um, so they both ran their own business. However, um, I've been doing working with small businesses for about 20 years now. And I've just kind of grown with the industry and grown with um, getting to know businesses. I like working with small businesses because it's very personal. You get to know them on a personal level. You build um, a great relationship um, to be able to help others. And so um, a passion I have is helping people. It's just the nature of who I am. And so... Um, I find a lot of self-satisfaction in working with small businesses. And I, I love the passion that they bring. I love the the commitment and dedication because that's kind of who I am too. So a lot of respect and, and appreciation goes out for what they're going through. And when I see them going and working so hard to, to fulfill their dreams, I want to do everything I can to help them too. So um, I, I think it's just a mixture of everything yeah, that that's powerful. brought me to where I'm at. Powerful. <laughs> Thank you. When you look at the average, you mentioned something a minute ago about you love these small businesses because of the connection you make with the people that own them, operate them. What's the average length of time that the Alliance or Alianza has in relationship with a typical small business that you serve? Is it something that it's a transactional thing where come here when you need us and then we'll see you when you need us? Is there a fostering and a nurturing thing? Does it kind of depend? Do people generally 
you're there for them for the entirety of whatever they need? Or is there a point where, okay, you've gotten what you needed. Like now you fly on your own. We've given you all our resources. No, it, um, it's a little bit of everything. So it's kind of what does the business need and want? Um, there are businesses that are just coming in for the one thing they get what they need and you know, they, they feel comfortable. They don't feel they need the additional assistance or for whatever reason. We also have, um, the businesses that I've been working with since day one, um, with working with the city of Thornton, um, great relationships. It'll, you know, just even a simple drop in, hi, how are you type of two way street there. Um, I have people, you know, my mom recently went through brain surgery and some of my businesses calling and checking in, how is your mom? How are you? So it can go all the way to that deep rooted relationship to the quick and easy. What do you need? Let us help you and let us get there with you. Um, I continue to try and work with our businesses. We have two board of advisors. We have an Alianza board of advisor and then, um, our BTAC business of Thornton advisory commission advisor board. And, um, we continually work with the businesses in our community to develop and identify programs, um, that are of need and of interest to them. So we have some round tables coming, um, getting started with our Spanish speaking businesses, um, to check back in with them and, and get another, um, glimpse of what do you need right now? What can we be providing for you? Um, and what services do you need? Um, you know, I want to explore that a little bit. Have you guys noticed having the unique perspective of working with both English speaking business owners and Spanish speaking business owners, you, you don't isolate to one group. You're working with different groups within the city. Are there any different basic needs that one group has versus another, or is it the same stuff? They both have the same things. You're just speaking to one in Spanish and one to English. Well, I think it, it varies on the stage of the business. Is that I think that's really where um, it happens. So um, business networking is not something that's um, familiar with a lot of really small Spanish-speaking businesses. It's not something that they traditionally do as often as we do, like on the American side of business ownership. So the B2B stuff where you're networking with other business owners as opposed to going direct in to a, the yeah, consumer. Yeah, in a professional environment, um, that type of, a lot of business owners, um, Spanish speaking, um, they will tend to, they, they're hard workers and they make their business happen on their own a lot of the time and they do what it takes. They don't, um, so... And then on the English side, they are looking for that B2B connection. So um, because we're just developing these relationships on the Spanish speaking side, it's important that we build a world of trust, um, a world of understanding that we're here to help and we want to do everything we can to lift and rise them up. On the English side, um, depending on the stage of the business, you know, if you have a startup, they're there. Um, with the same needs as a lot of our Spanish speaking businesses that are just starting uh, in, you know, how do I market my business? How do I get a state license? All of those processes. Um, and then if they're at um, a higher stage too, well, maybe they're looking at um, the next level of marketing, you know, things like that. So it just varies according to what type of businesses we're working with and um, we just try to offer everything in English and Spanish so that we provide an opportunity for both 
for both worlds. I love that. And you had mentioned something a little bit ago, Robin, about mentors. I'm interested for you to go into that. When you say mentors, are you talking about people who are at stage X in business that they have, they're paired with a mentor of someone who's gone through the program or who has familiarity with that, that particular problem or issue. And you connect it there where it's a community member, business owner, as opposed to someone who's employed through the city of Thornton, or is it a different setup there? No, that's exactly it. So um, SCORE Mentors um, is one of the organizations we work with, and they are primarily um, past business owners or high-level executives that have worked in various areas such as HR or marketing, and they will pair our businesses with a specific mentor according to the need. Um, and then we have other partners, um, you know, within like the Small Business Development Center where they have business counselors who have been counseling businesses for years. So they'll sit one-to-one and talk on a bigger picture with the business on their business plan and, you know, uh, what's their five, you know, their five-year goal, things like that. They'll look at finances with them, help them figure out their cash flow, their budgets, all of that. And so we just try to keep a wide array of partners and um, experts at our fingertips so that when we have that business that has a specific need, for example, we had businesses when Ramos Law came in, you know, that had questions about the employment side of operating their business, we were able to reach out and give them a connection um, with Ramos Law where, you, you know, they can get those questions answered. And um, so it's, it's yes, there's a lot of opportunity for, for the counseling and mentoring. Through That's so important. Have you ever thought of, or maybe you guys have this, or is there a place for you guys to have a young entrepreneurs program where if there's youth that are junior high or high school that want to look at running a business and seeing a business, their parents don't own a business, that there's a resource for them through the Alliance? I have thought about that. Um, we're located right next door to Thornton High School, um, and they have some amazing um, programs for for students that are looking to start business and things like that. Uh, I so I have thought about um, reaching out there. However, we're pretty brand new, and we're still trying to get our feet under get us. the foundation set yes. first. Um, and so I think down the road, there's definitely a great opportunity to partner with Bowman Adams Twelve and um, Thornton High School because the kids, you know, are right there, um, easy access for them to get over to our offices and get that support. But yes, it's been, it, it has come across. Uh, it's just a matter of really trying to get the foundation set for yes. everything we're doing for business right now. Well, I'll tell you when you guys decide to move forward with that, let us know. We are partnered with Adams County for the backpacks to briefcases program. Oh, wow. And then That's a great we program. just did a, I was fortunate enough to do all be it not live because of the schools being uh, kind of remote learning, a uh, deal for junior achievement. So I got to share some information with them. So those are the kind of things that I see in what you guys being right next to the high school and all that, man, I just see it could be a really, really good impact once you guys are settled in what you're doing could could be something very cool. I agree a hundred percent. The um, American Furniture Warehouse has a great junior achievement area up on their upper floor and I've been to a couple events there. They do great things for the kids. Um, yeah, I'd love to partner on something like that. Well, we will do that. Let's do it. Let's bring it back to today. <laughs> if you had to give from what you're seeing 
one tip for people to grow a business in these times, and I realize this is so open-ended question because everybody's got a different type of business, a different ideal customer, a different, all these kinds of things. But is there any, maybe two or three things that are common themes that you guys have seen through now working with all these different businesses of this size, what could or should small business owners be doing right now to not only protect their bit of market share, but to also potentially expand right now? Well, one thing I can say is um, I know businesses are in really bad circumstances right now and my heart goes out to them. And I know that, you know, staff hours may be cut right now. They may be short on employees, but if possible, take a moment to look up from the midst of what you're in to see what resources and services are out there to help you. Um, Because there are a lot of resources that help small businesses um, and a lot of businesses don't know about it. That's probably the one of the most common things I hear is. And one of the most important you guys do, by the way, you guys provide those resources, correct? We do, yeah. we do. So we can definitely help connect businesses um, to the needs and to help them kind of recover from what they're going through right now. Um, but but in addition to that, just in general terms, one of the most common things I hear is, oh my goodness, I can't believe you offer all of these services. I never knew you existed. I had no idea that, you know, a city or a government organization would do something like this for my business. Um, but businesses have to remember when they're successful, cities and local governments are successful. So we want them to be successful and because it makes the full world turn um, in economic development world. So I would say, yes, take some time to get, you know, to do a little research, find out what's out there to help you um, and see if there's ways... Um, to connect, you know, in the business world so that you're not feeling like you're doing it all by yourself. That's so huge. Have you guys noticed a, a rise in the need for small businesses to participate in some way in social media, in marketing on social media, in telling their story, that kind of thing? Absolutely. When we started the um, workshops that we were doing, we did things as simple as how do you create a Facebook page for businesses? Um, how do you connect via Zoom? So it was little things like even that level on up to, okay, how do I grow my customer base? How do I improve my Google analytics? Um, Just those different areas that businesses now have to take a different viewpoint on how are they reaching their customer? Because, you know, people coming through the door um, has that world's changed right now. Hopefully we get back to where we were before, but yes. So we've done a lot of workshops and, training and counseling around switching up the business model so that they're still able to connect with their customers and get their sales in, um, even though it may not be in person. I agree with you. And in fact, I would dare say that from just some of the information that I've heard, the things that I'm seeing, I know for us, we, you had commented and thank you for the kind words on our new space. We built this to have a hundred people work here. Oh, wonderful. I don't know that we'll ever have a hundred people work here because of, well, because of the remote thing, Right. it might be that like right now we're shifting people out and they love it that we're having them come in two days, one week, three days, the next week. Now there's that flexibility. Well, once people really, if they can be productive in that flexibility time, we don't want to change their work-life balance if that they have to come here all the time. So now we're forcing to pivot what are we going to do with all this beautiful space? And it's, it's forced, forced us to look at different things. 
I don't think we're going back to, I don't think it's ever going to be exactly like it was. I think it's going to be a hybrid for what it was. And so what you're saying is critically important from my perspective of businesses must understand their customer, where they're at, what they're looking at, where they're spending their time and communicate in those channels. So Mm -hmm. if that means social media, then they have to get to some level or degree social savvy so that they can continue to get their message out and compete. Yes, absolutely. Building websites is, you know, a huge thing right now um, for a lot of small businesses so that they can get that exposure. You know, when you talk about the brick and mortar space and um, extra space, I think it's a great opportunity for Ramos Law to partner out there with businesses, you know, so that they have a place to hold a meeting because kind of like a co-working space, you know, where yes. you're not having to pay the overhead costs on some of these small businesses. They're working from home and you know, I've worked for government for 20 years. I never thought a day would come when they'd say, you can work from home. In fact, <laughs> we want you to work from home. So I, I, that's when you know the time is changing, when government is okay with their employees working from home. Yes. Um, so yeah, it is a whole new world. And I think you just have to get creative at, you know, how how do you change your business model and change the services you offer to, you know, m- meet the times that we're in and, and grow the businesses, you know, as quickly and as efficiently as possible. Well, I'll tell you, I think that's an incredible place for us to end our conversation today. And I have one more question to ask you, like you have given some really great gems and wealth and gold that are small business owners or people that know small business owners, they should send this podcast to them. They should share it with them. But if you had to give a piece of advice Something, not that we've already talked about, something that either has moved you and helped you to, to be this great leader of business that you are, or so, so someone gave it to you to take you where you are, or that you've learned and figured out over all these years that you want to pass down to not necessarily just the entrepreneur, maybe anybody that has helped you navigate life to the direction and to the degree that you have, what would that one piece of advice be? I think it's, um, set your goals, follow, um, you know, set your goals, follow your dreams and just, um, believe in yourself. Don't, don't give up on, on what you want in life and, you know, find the path on how you're going to get there and commit to it. Um, you're, you're going to hit bumps in the road along the way. Um, but pick yourself back up, start again. You know, that's, that's how you get to the finish line. I love that. You know, one thing I found, I gotta, I gotta jump in on that piece of advice. Cause I think it's brilliant. And I think oftentimes a lot of people, when they hear it in that kind of a way, they're like, oh, well, this is just kind of a general thing. And, you know, it's just about like this. And they don't understand the specifics of it, of what you just said. There's specifics within it. And here's what I mean by that. Every time I've just had my goals in place, had my mental attitude right and got to work, which is of the three phases that you talked about, even when a bump is in the road, if I'll keep my eyes open and say, okay, where do I need to adjust? the right action, the right person, the right circumstance that I needed in that moment, it showed itself. Absolutely. Not because it was lucky, although it was lucky, Energy. it was the labor under correct knowledge version of luck. Yep. I, like you attract that kind of thing into Absolutely. you by doing that. So I think your advice is ridiculously good. And I think too, at times like we go through right now, you have to stay focused on the positive and not the negative because that energy also gets attracted to you. Um, so I just believe like whenever possible, find, find the silver lining in a bad situation because you'll get through it and, um, 
you'll come out stronger on the other side, but uh, you just got to trust. Amen to that. I love yes. that. Now, before we sign off, I want to know how people can get a hold of you if they have questions, if they want to uh, donate time, energy, talent, or resources, how can they reach you? So you can contact us um, through, we are located at 550 East Thornton Parkway in Suite 170. Um, you can also go to um, the AllianceBusinessCenter.com to email us. And our phone number is 720-674-3547. Give us a call. We'd be happy to set up an appointment for a one-on-one -on -one consultation to see how we can help you in your business. That was awesome. Robin, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to join me today. I know you're going to bring value to people, not only in the Thornton or even Colorado area, but this is going to go everywhere because that's how technology works. And once people hear it, then even if they're not able to take advantage of what you guys do here in Thornton, they can look up a small business center of some sort near them and hopefully get the same kind of love, care, and attention that you offer these folks. Absolutely. And thank you so much to Ramos Law. You guys are amazing partners and we're so excited to be working with you. Thank you. It's absolutely our pleasure.